0: (laughs) here we go on around uh, these parts not around these parts on the three (laughs) two one we are speaking with uh, vocalist richard black the new album by uh, shark island is called of course uh bloodline it says 2.022 is it is it 2020 or is it 2.020
1: it's it's 2.020, 2.020, but it's clever, clever, because it's also 2020, So, But it's clever, clever. You put a dot in there, all of a sudden has a double entendre, and it's like, wow, these people are really intelligent.
0: <laughs> and, of course, uh, <laughs> folks will know Richard from uh, way back in the day, of course, with Shark Island and and, and the Hollywood scene, but, of course, uh, Contraband with uh, Bobby Blotzer, Michael Schenker, Tracy Guns, and I forget the name from a uh, vixen, uh Cher. Ross, right?
1: Cher Petterson. Pederson, yes. Petterson yes. Sure. I think Ross was one was one of the other members, but I don't take her name was Share. I forget what it was, but yes. No but harm, no foul. No harm, Chair no Patterson. foul. Patterson. Yeah. And
0: uh, to this day, uh, the only one I talk to on a regular basis is Bobby Blotzer. So there you go. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes, we are. Yeah, we are boy. Poor. We are texting buddies and phone call buddies. Oh,
1: okay all right
0: but uh, let, let us yeah. start off with uh, with Sh- shark line at two point or 2020 uh I've been listening to the video someday and, and of course uh, folks uh, you can go over to my socials because I've blasted it out for all to see great song by the way um talk to me about thanks after all these years you know the last shark island goes back to 2006 and before that 1989. Talk to me about sort of starting up the machine again, and saying, "Hey, you know what? We had a brand, we had some fans. Let's, let's just do it again."
1: Yeah, well, well, you're right. We had a brand, we had some fans. We ended up being quite the 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 cult band, kind of a cult following band, and and the and kinda because of that, it 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 was very difficult to sustain because we 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 weren't bringing enough money just to you know to to support you know for four families you know well we you know you make a little bit of money but we're not driving around fancy cars and living in living in mansions or anything like that so it it kind of came to practicalities i mean we had we had to stop for many years and then you know you get approached by somebody and they say hey we're we gonna do an album and We just i don't know it's well we'll pay for it we'll do this we'll do that i go oh, okay well we got stuff we wanted to do we said oh, so let's do it so we did that one in um uh gather, Gathering of the Faithful in two in two thousand six, which was really kind of a kind of like an art house um album. i I really liked it a lot. It was kind of uh, it was mostly for us than for anybody else. But since since the cold following they all they all liked it as well, thank thank God. And um and then after that I kind of just went, you know, it's I'm, just, I'm not. I'm kind of burnt out on this. I just don't want to do this. On uh, I was. I was at. Um, I was spending like, vacationing and several times in Croatia, and there was a friend of mine there who had a band, and he's he's bugging me all the time. He's all, hey, let's. Why don't you? Why don't we learn all the Shark Island songs, and we can just do. We can play some clubs here during during uh tourist season, right? And I'm all, eh, yeah. So I finally talked into it. He talked me into it a show to do on Halloween in Zagreb, Croatia. It's like the capital. So so I said, well, okay. So and they, you know, they learned all the songs, every note, perfectly. And and we went out as Shark Island and and I dressed up as Andy Warhol and and you know it was Halloween and we had a hell of a time and it was just a riot. And I went, you know what, this is this ain't so bad, you know, and this is this is all right. So I, uh, um, it, it was so good that that we did a, another show. That, the 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 thing that we um, we recorded it. We had a, a you know a whole all the equipment brought out, multi tracked, and did a live recording. And then we had this really nice live recording. And I said, why don't we just make a a live album? So we actually made a live album in around two, you know, few like a year or so later, and it was called. Um, Alive in Zagreb, the Day of the Dead, and it's on vinyl only, but it's a live show, and it was it was all right. Anyway, to make we, we need of on sure we need it on Boy.
0: CD. Well, here let me just quickly ask you because uh, going, you do I don't. Yeah, you know, but <laughs> I, I see I do, but but going back to the day, talking about uh, about making money and all that my understanding was that you were playing 16 to 20 shows a week. I mean, that, that, that's insane. It's yeah. like two shows a day. I yeah. mean, that's like three shows a day, you
1: know, three, three, about three shows a day, three, How? to four shows a day, depending on what day of the week it was. Yeah. Every day of the week. How and when we were back then, back then we were, uh, we were, um, we were kind of half, half cover band, cover music and half original music. And, and, you know, in the very early days of shark island sharks, even we were, that was our only, only form of pay money at all. That's how we started. We didn't, we, no one had day jobs, you know, flipping burgers, not that there's anything wrong with that, but we just decided that we're going to do this, but that's kind of how we got our chops, you know, spending that much time on stage, you just, you know, you get to know the place and you get to know your band and you can read each other's minds and you can do it, but that's what we did. And, um, uh, but you know, that there's only so much you can do with that. Um, uh, sorry, somebody else tried to call. There's only so much you can do, it's just so much money. It's not enough for a mortgage on a house, you know, because you're only playing clubs. But we played every club, every club around, around um, LA County, Orange County, that uh, we.
0: Had Gazaris
1: contracts with them. Mm -hmm. Gazaris happened to be Friday and Saturday night. We had the weekend, Friday and Saturday night for two years at Uh Gazaris. Yeah, and I think there we were doing two to three shows. I think two shows on Friday, three shows on on Saturday nights. But so you know, we figured, okay, now we got our foot here in Hollywood on the Strip every weekend. So if these magic, you know, a people would want to discover us, here we are, just have to go look at us. And we were drawing really good. We had lines coming into the club all, you know, all the time. And it was, that's how that whole cult thing started going because everything was just like, what are, what are we going to do next? We did, we ended up doing all kinds of very unusual things on stage just because it was so much of it. You know, some days we'd bring a lot of props in. Set pajamas, a and right? The thing and, you know, <laughs> you know candles and smoke and garbage cans and you know and you know so well okay so let me ask you then
0: where where was the disconnect between you and the a&r guys because you look at quiet ride and motley crew and Dawkins and they're, they're all getting signed and moving on and you've got clubs you know seven days a week your your lineups outside of gazari's yeah where where did they yeah. not did, did they come and you didn't work out a deal or they just didn't come? And
1: wh- wh- where they, was they, they, they? Well, there was God, this is this is a subject that's kind of like it's, it's kind of um, it's kind of salty, but uh, it's kind of like the um, the casting couch of music. If you catch my drift. And there was, you know, people there was bands and, and individuals that were willing to do things that I wasn't willing to do. Okay. Right. And, and that unfortunately happens in the entertainment business, and the only reason is, is there's this big this disparagement this between the amount of people that want something and the amount of positions available. So if you have, you know, ten thousand bands want fame and fortune, but the problem is there's only four slots available. And you didn't year. want
0: to sleep your way 10, to the top. 000.
1: I didn't want to do anything weird, and it wasn't, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. If you're, in, you say you said it.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, I've, so, I've 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 mean, been around the business.
1: I mean, I get it. I mean, I get it. I remember when I was still doing clubs and we we're trying to get the we were trying to get club gigs. there, there was a there was a club in L.A. called the Starwood. I mean, that was actually the the best club in, in in Hollywood. It was better than the whiskey or anything. And um, I remember one time, the the owner of the or the manager of, of of Starwood wanted me to go with him to a dance club after the show down the street in West Hollywood, and um, people should know what that means, West yeah. Hollywood. And then yeah. I said, and I was like, well, oh gosh, well, I was like, if I say no, well, we may not get a gig here, Ever you know, and. If I go, well, maybe I could just, you know, avoid anything uncomfortable. So I came up with an idea that I told my guitar player. I said, okay, we're, well, you, you and I are going as a couple. And we're going to go to the dance club. <laughs> That's the greatest. Go, what? what the hell? What the hell are you talking about? I go, listen, man, just trust me on this. You know, we don't have to do anything. Just just, we'll just kind of hang out together. You know, I can, you know, put your arm around my neck once in a while and just spend time with me, and we're going to be an item. Right, so that's <laughs> what we did. That was the way to get around, and that was just small time. That was just to get a gig, right? And okay, that's just See, to get a gig now, at a club. Now
0: I understand so some I, of I, your quotes from past interviews where you said so much evil occurred in those clubs over the years. Now, now I'm starting to to oh. get a sense of of oh. where you're coming oh, from. Oh yeah, oh, right. oh yeah.
1: There was, there was a there was a very evil underbelly throughout the whole thing. There is an, in entertainment business. There is, and, and yes. it is. It's just because it comes from, it comes from human desperation when you're desperate you do things that and and that's where it comes from and it's human nature i mean i think people in general humans are inherently evil to begin with and why do i say that because i I think everybody at some level and at some time they're going to have to make the decision that's going to best benefit themselves and when it comes down to it you know the price is negotiable the time is negotiable but i think everyone Except uh, Jesus Christ would fail, and that's who we are. We are we are inherently evil beings, and we're trying to do, we're trying to be honorable. And, and sometimes it doesn't go it work. You know, when you get tempt, when you get tempted, you get temptation. You get tempted with fame and fortune and money, and what wouldn't you do for it? There's some people that would do anything for it, yeah. anything.
0: Oh, I know. So, yeah. uh, uh, I want to get back to Shark Island, but I got to ask you about this one here. I don't know if folks can uh, see it, but I, and I know it might be a touchy subject, but you're
1: just gonna you're just gonna turn the screws on it. It's fine. It's fine.
0: No, I, I won't turn. I don't you. want to turn the screws too much on it. I, first of all, I want I want to tell you how much I love it. I mean, that copy that I held all up right. is the actual copy that I bought as a teenager with my money at Fairview Mall in <laughs> Pointe Claire, Quebec. I mean, this is not. I didn't go. This is not eBay. This is not. Uh, uh, you know, that is the copy right, I bought.
1: Got it. Got it and i'm honored
0: yeah and you know i, I looked at it at the time and, and and i and i saw i saw the the la guns logo and the michael Schenker logo and the rat logo and i had no idea because you know we didn't have the internet back then to tell you there's a new album coming out so i looked at it in the racks and i went what the fuck is this and i bought it and right. i brought it home and it is currently in my phone and it sits there and we listen to uh you know all the way from memphis and loud guitars right. fast cars and all that wonderful stuff right but, right uh, and you can you can dismiss this uh, if you want, but I, I want to ask you this. Because over the years, I have asked uh, different members of that band what happened. And, you know, Bobby Blotzer has been dip- diplomatic in saying, well, you know, it just didn't work, and I had Rat, and we just had to, you know. And Michael Schenker's like, hey, it was just a one-time project, and I like to work with other people. Tracy Guns, on the other hand, says, oh... Richard Black. We went to do a show, and he hid behind the speakers, and I couldn't get him out, and I wanted to beat him. So uh, well, l-
1: let me. Well, me. I never I ne- never heard that story, and since, but well, since. But let since me hear your, your version. <laughs> let's, let's
0: hear your version because well, great okay, album. I'll, I'll try to
1: make it. I'll, I'll try to make it as quickly as possible. Okay, it was shut. Um, Contraband was the the brainchild, and you know what, Tracy, if you're listening, you find one flaw in this. And and it was the brainchild of our manager at the time, which all, also all, also happened to be managing L.A. Guns, Rat, Shark Island, MSG, Vixen and some others. So he decided who to put together a. a he, was that was, Obi Steinman? No, no. It's for, from Vixen, you said. No, who's
0: managing yeah, at the time?
1: Well, I'm not going to even go there.
0: Okay, we don't have to, It doesn't okay. matter who okay. it is. It, no, just, you, you tell the story a, as it's you just want.
1: A, it's just a, it's just a person that, okay. that we all know. Okay, and um, and I thought at the time, you know, I'm, you know, again, that desperation comes in. I think, and you know, it's is really great. We just got finished, with a pretty good album here, and and now my managers decided to put this together, this promotional um, gimmick together to to further um, everybody's respective albums. And I went, yeah. Um, sounds good. That sounds good. So it it started off with, let's just record an album. Here's the guys. We're going to just record it. We're going to farm out some songs, get outside writers to write these songs. We'll pick the songs. Everybody goes into the studio individually, records their parts. We put an album together and that's the album you're holding in your hand. And then it became, and then after that, it was like, you know, we're gonna have to do some kind of promotion. So he said, well, um, uh why don't you go we'll we're gonna go out and do some um publicity promotion we just basically go around and interview like much like you and i are right now and uh you know we did it was an international thing me and Cher went out and did that and then we came back and said okay well we're kind of working on a tour and meanwhile i'm going wait a second when when exactly do we record our album the shark allen album that's what i really want to focus on oh that'll that'll come don't worry that'll come but we're going to do this um concert this tour together so they put together a tour with get this contraband headlining over rat and la guns okay and i'm thinking to myself what i'm contraband is a nobody you know Rat. Yeah, was, but some of the parts—they are they are, mon- they are monsters. Yes. The, yes. You know Rat was a monster, monster band. And you know what? L.A. Guns is a monster band. Right. I don't care as much as well. However, I feel. I mean, when I see them, you can't appreciate L.A. Guns until you see them live. You can't even appreciate it. I mean, the the records do them no justice. But you just see them and you just go, holy, right. wow. All All right. I agree. So, I agree. So, so there. So so here we are. We have we have supposedly the headliners contraband and the members in the contraband are in the opening acts okay, the guitar player is is in LA guns and right. and uh, the drummer is in is in rat and basically the whole thing is designed that we're going to we're going to contra- contraband's going to get blown away by these two monsters of a band considering the fact that to this moment the entire band has never played one note together at the same time under the same roof. Never. We've never played, never jammed, never did anything. We just came in and we did our recording separately. Everything was recorded separate. And um, and as the dates were approaching, I was talking to Magic. I go, look, we need some rehearsal time if we're gonna do this. You know, and he goes, Oh, no, don't worry, no, and they all know their songs. Okay, we're gonna try to get some rehearsal I was always pushed under the rug, pushed under the rug. And and then it came down to uh, opening, you know, the beginning of the of the tour, and and still the band has never played together, and Cher wasn't even in the band because because Rat wasn't too keen on the idea of having Cher on their tour bus, so they just picked up the bass player also from Rat. So now we have a so you can see this conflict of interest. Meanwhile, I don't have i'm on my own i don't have a i'm not opening bad i wish i I wish i could have opened for ellie guns it it should have been shark island ellie guns rat and then contraband okay that would have been okay but i've never had a chance even to even to redeem myself anyway the song starts and it was so horrible that i didn't even know what song it was i couldn't recognize it and i swear that is exactly how it
0: is. So well, you weren't this, hiding like, behind that, the speakers because that the, no, that story no, never made no. sense to me. It says you're playing 16 no, to 20 shows a week, and now you're you got I stage don't, fright, I don't, like <laughs>
1: I don't have stage. I don't, I don't I don't have stage. That's one thing I don't have. One thing I don't have stage fright. Right. It's like you know I've you know it's that's like I'm more comfortable, frankly, on stage than I am, you know, a walk into the market. You know I, I just don't you know this is that was my that was my thing so we ended up so i i ended up basically just quitting walking off and that infuriated uh um tracy guns like how dare i walk out on him essentially he took it personally and i said look i go it's i don't even know what songs you're playing do not even know what you're playing i've been i've been it's complaining about this for a long time. No one thought it was interest. No one thought it was in anyone's interest for the band to even practice. But I, but if you look at it from their point of view, it's it's what incentive is there for anybody in rat to be outstanding in contraband or what is incentive is there for Tracy guns when they have their own act there and they can make their act shine and this is just unprepared we were we were worse than amateurs it was a it was a complete joke debacle that's what it is i didn't hide at all um about anything there's no reason for me to hide but afterwards he tried to like you know he tried to bum rush me in the in the dressing room and stuff and it was just like you know it was a it was an ugly scene and it was pretty much you know it was certainly the end of the, the relationship with the with the management company and also with for the record company for that matter because he was Control. He was in charge of the record company as well. So I lost management and record company in one fell swoop. You know, I I don't know what else I could have done differently besides just completely, you know, you know, uh, be okay and with humility humiliating myself with with absolutely nothing. I would have rather, I, frankly, I would rather stood on stage with nobody else and sung the album a cappella with no music. I would have been more comfortable with At least I could know what's going to happen. But if you have a bunch of people that were already kind of probably been drinking, they just got finished with their shows, you know, they unwinded, now they're ready to go, and now we're going to come on here and, and do Contraband? Contraband what? Who is, and who is Contraband at the time? There were nobody, really. It was just a flash in the pan. So that's what that was it, but i had to I had to make a decision. i had i i had made too many too many decisions up to that point for me to even turn around. I couldn't undo it anymore. I just went down a path that was I went too far. It was past the tipping point. there was nothing there was nothing I can do at that point. there was there was nothing else to do. And that was kind of it, you know, I ended up just just walking away from music for you know a year year and a half with just no interest in it at all anymore. I was just completely just disillusioned with, with everything, you know. So well, and that's listen, it. If this,
0: uh, if this helps, if this helps, uh-huh. 25 okay. years later, or 30 years later, I just want to say as a fan, thank you for that album, because it's a great album. And I don't care about whatever <laughs> happened. Uh, it's it's, it's, nice it's 10 great songs that I still enjoy to this day. I still have them in my phone. In fact, I listened to one of them yesterday, because it showed up in the playlist. It was uh, wow. Hang On To Yourself um uh-huh. and and you know so i mean uh, 30 years ago it didn't work out but there are still some of us that say hey thank cuz the vocals are great I mean, I mean the whole thing's great bobby's well, playing great the guitars well, it, it are is, great you know
1: you know well you know what can you do you have you had you're welcome thank yeah. you very much but let let me add that you have a lot of you know great these all these individuals that were playing were they they're top notch they're masters know? Bobby, Bobby Blotzer, Tracy Guns, yep. Michael Schenker, of course, you know Cher. Everybody, these these people are are they're you know respectable, respectable musicians, and yep. I have very high regard for them. Yep. But it's just, but it's just, it was just the mixture and the and the circumstance that went around. It just wouldn't, it just didn't hmm. work at all. And I should have recognized it. I should have recognized the conflict. But again, I didn't, because of, of maybe a feeling of uh, desperation again you know being desperate really makes you make poor decisions you got to be very calm with all your decisions in life and never let never try to be tempted by something that that's going to make you do something you might regret you
0: know but let's talk about good decisions a good decision is getting uh, shark island back together and uh, getting bloodline and bloodline uh, 2.0 out what does that mean for the band in terms of the future are you, are you sort of doing this as you said like you know Croatian vacation summertime stuff or do we see <laughs> ourselves moving forward and and having a whatever I don't I'm not going to say bloodline 3.0 because that that's but you know what I mean uh, like another new album and and do you get that live album put out on all the streaming services for fans to hear do
1: do you move it forward? Yeah, or maybe, you... maybe, maybe we'll do that. I, I don't know if we're looking forward. We have enough to do right now, especially under the condition of what's happening in the world right, right now. You know, this um, touring is out of the question, and in my opinion, may never return even in my lifetime. I don't know. I don't have very much hope for that. Well, and stadium and arena
0: shows that. are are. I don't know. I don't think they're happening in twenty twenty one.
1: No, for sure. I, I'm, I I'm, I'm not going.
0: Us. If the Rolling Stones comes to town and I'm seventy one of seventy five thousand, I'm home. I'm, I'm sorry I'm home
1: <laughs> that's right there was a there was a club out here in uh in Southern California in uh, a, a Long Beach I was told and it's like you know it's a little tiny club and 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 the way they decided to get around it that they have the band playing inside the clubs with cameras and then TV screens out in the parking lot so if you want to come to see the show you go to the parking lot and the band plays in and alone just absurd that's absurd.
0: Well, try that it's in a, Montreal absurd. in January that's and see how that goes. I'm in Montreal, so I'm not standing <laughs> yeah. watching TV screens in yeah. yeah. fucking minus thirty. To temp- no, that's right. Nope, that's right. <laughs> Maybe that's in right. California, but not in Montreal. Right. Yeah, no.
1: I, I don't have I don't have any expectations, uh, Mitch, about about things anymore. whatever goes, goes. I don't. I didn't do this to. To try to make you know uh, fame and fortune happen or anything like that i, I really did it because of because of myself and just i just wanted to do it and i you know the songs kind of come to me you know unexpected and, and it's a nice avenue it's kind of cathartic to put them out there yeah, a little closure about, on know, the whole subject yeah that is it is closure and even well, like you mentioned this last song we only we only added it to this reissue of the song that is um someday, so the rest of the first album the album, which ended up being quite prophetic, was actually a pre COVID album. We we finished it and put it out before before COVID hit, and then someday was at was post COVID. We recorded that after that was recorded that was recorded to have an extra tracks on it so that we we can re release the record, as two point oh two oh, and that's why that number came in. So that's actually. That's actually Bloodline 2.0, basically. And Bloodline is, only has 11 songs, but Bloodline 2.0 has 13 songs, so a couple extras and stuff. But again, that, that um, uh, uh, kind of cathartic thing idea was um, someday, you know and it's about really directed to, you know, a lot of men that I know, friends, call them their friends, their guys, they're, they're, they're men, but it's about procrastinating. It's about procrastinating your life and and realizing that, you know, this isn't, you know, a, a dress rehearsal to use a to use a cliche and and it's uh, it's life is fired at you point blank. This is it. This is all you got. So if you have any plans on being a better person and a better man or, or doing something extraordinary, something honorable, you better you, you better get, get to get, it get to before it, right. you die. Uh, and, uh, because we're going to die. We're going to die, and that's yeah, what the video depicts. Born I mean, to die. To die. I'm going to die. We're all going to die. No one get. No one here gets out alive. And that's just it. So, what is? What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with yourself?
0: Let me just ask you this, and 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 we'll we'll wrap up on this. We're we're at half an hour. Your your okay. voice. You know, like I said, contraband. I love it, and I have it in front of me. And your voice is great. When you were. In between gigs and stuff, did did you do any of that stuff that we don't know about? Did you do voiceovers? Did you do commercials? Did did, did other bands ever come to you and say, we need you to be our, like, or did you just sort of say, eh, step away from it? And, you know, I know you tried with Eric Ragno and a bunch of, you know.
1: I did, I did, uh, I did, uh, I did nothing. Really, I, I and I got my I got I got my hands full with a lot of things. My, we're up here in Santa Barbara. We have a, a a rescue ranch. My wife and I, and we have you know 22 animals of all sorts. You know, many horses, goats, and donkeys, and well,
0: the dog right next dog, to me here is is cats. a
1: rescue. See, well, there you go. So see, so it's a really I guess it's a really nice thing to do. So you know, I don't have. I, I can keep busy with that, you know. In but fact, when but I even in the 90s, you, though, 94, 95, oh,
0: no,
1: no, you were like out of the industry, period? Pretty much. I started taking, I started doing, uh, I started getting into metal sculpture because I was always been, you know, into, you know, mechanical things. And I had did a, had a whole line of medical um, metal sculpture pieces. And I had, I was doing shows and exhibitions and, and selling things. I got pieces, you know, all over the place. And um, and that was very satisfying for me, you know, building stuff. And it's kind of ironic because I went from like quote metal music to metal sculptor, even though even though I don't really consider I don't really consider Shark Island metal really, but but close enough, you know. So, so metal to metal, and I started doing that, and I did and I did that for gosh, like ten years or, or more, and I was just fine with it. I, I didn't care; it didn't matter to me. I didn't have to go, you know. Shake my ass on stage. I mean, I don't. You know, I don't. You know, I got a face for radio, right? So, <laughs> so do I. You know, but well, yeah, but so, COVID
0: yeah. made me mo- move to Skype <laughs> yeah. and Zoom. Unfortunately, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I wish
1: I, I wish I was <laughs> I was beautiful. I could, I could I could I could usually I could usually fake it when I was really young. You know, you could fake it. You just have to try to you just have to try to look like a girl as much as possible. But but at uh, at some point, it was like it, it was the whole charade was kind of silly to me. You know, like really, I'm gonna. Really? You gonna put some makeup on? Nah. And I didn't care. Nope. So I'd rather have like smudge face and filth. I mean, well metal sculptor is a filthy job? You know, I can imagine. dirty work for honest, dirty work for honest pay. You know, so.
0: Well, well there you go. So I will. Uh, I will uh, tell people to uh, head out and get the Shark Island uh, Bloodline and Bloodline Two Point O Two O. Make sure you get it. The songs are great. The songs are on uh, on YouTube as well. And uh, uh, again, thank you for Contraband. And uh, you see, and I didn't even ask you about Axl Rose because I know that that wouldn't go well. So we'll keep that for another. Uh, we'll keep that for Interview oh, Two <laughs> and that, and
1: that go. It just goes under the heading of disappointment. There's just there's just so <laughs> many disappointments. And and you know what I, when, when 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 something bad happens, it doesn't happen the way you want it to, right? i can deal with that okay what the thing i have the most difficult time with is the disappointment the disappointment of it that is what kills that's what kills me so that's filed with disappointments so anyway well hey okay you, well, you know thank what thank you very much but Thanks you know what
0: but, but but shark island is great and and contraband is great and this interview has been great you've been absolutely uh terrific and and thank you uh I, I well, can thanks. Na- so sorry
1: for all the mix-up with all that with all that stuff. But you know me with no, uh, but uh, with these uh, gadgets,
0: I have now interviewed every member of Contraband, so I'm good.
1: <laughs> well, good. Well, good. Well, good. If you talk to them again, um, I, I wish them the best, all of them, everybody. So
0: thank you, Richard. Anyway, Absolutely well, pleasure. Thanks
1: again for the call. All right, take care. Cheers. All right, Bye. thank you. All right, perfect.